0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to E-Fab. Who are you talking to? I appreciate you being in the space with me. Here's the rundown. I'm going to share my mindless rambles, concerns and opinions. You may choose to listen. Then afterwards, I'm going to ask you to follow me all over the Internet because I'm at e HB everywhere. My blog, my name, Facebook, Twitter. You got it. It's my sincerest hope that my humanity inspires, excites, and touches your humanity. All right? So let's start the show. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) Well... It's been a long time since I actually recorded a podcast episode mainly because I've been sick and trying to get my life in order and trying to uh what's the word? I don't know. I'm trying to graduate to another level of living on this planet with my chronic illness. So, I've kind of just been down for the count. It happens. I am here today to talk to you about the fact that since I've been sick and M.I.A. from like the podcasting world, I have gone outside, though. I have gone to some really, really fabulous events here in Houston. And so I wanted to talk about them. That's what I'm going to do, because you guys know I got only child syndrome and I talk about what I want to talk about on my podcast. That's how that works. So um, I'm going to talk about four different events that I attended. The Houston Black Heritage Fest, the Pandemic Tour, Men Who Cook, and the Jack Daniels, Jack Honey, Arts, Beats, and Lyrics events. All right, so let me just jump into it. Houston Black Heritage Fest. Well, so here's the thing. I'm black very black, very proud. I am a black American who is a descendant of chattel slavery. I'm not African American, I'm not from Africa, I'm not from the Caribbean. I am a black American, very American, very beautiful, black, and amazing. So, being from Chicago, um, there's this great sense of pride that we as black people have, and we had to have because you know, we were we were kind of segregated. So you kind of had to take pride in who you are. And if you were lucky, you grew up in a family and a community that also made you be proud of being black. So that's that's kind of where I come from. So if you tell me it's a Black Heritage Festival, um, yeah, that's what I'm expecting. Um, but we're in the South. And we're south of the Mason-Dixon line. And it was interesting to me that we go I took my kid because I want my kid to see the various echelons of black American culture and man I was taken aback that it was a lot of vendors selling stuff yeah and I thought there would be more events or instances that actually actually celebrated black American history and black Culture. That's what I took my kid there for. Because it's one thing, you know, living with me and I'm making her watch documentaries and I'm telling her about my parents' experience with Jim Crow growing up in in Haytown, Crothersville, Missouri, and small towns outside of Jackson, Mississippi. That's one thing. But. For her to be anchored in Texas and then to create a relationship with the black American community in Texas is something totally different. I can't give her that experience. I can only set her up for opportunities to have that happen. And so I thought that this was going to be a really good opportunity. You can tell by the sound of my voice, I was wrong. I was very, very kind of very wrong. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of vendors there. They were selling stuff. Now, the stuff that they were selling was beautiful, like some really exquisite earrings that celebrated black womanhood, black pride. Um, there were... Um, children there performing which I thought was great and I, I really think that they needed to have more uh, there was the all female kids jazz band it was wonderful um, but I wanted my kids to actually hear about the history of jazz the history of blues and how black American culture has been the foundation for some of the great genres and dances um, in the world and so it, it to me it wasn't about heritage. It was just a festival, and they kind of capitalized on the fact that it was Black American centered. Um, uh, they canceled the mental health chat. And I thought that, that was really, that was one of the key things that made me want to go is because there are a lot of issues in a black American community that we need to talk about and we don't need to talk about them in the shadows and we don't need to talk about them after church. We actually need to talk about them, you know, as a point of normalcy when we're around our kids, when we're enjoying ourselves, because we need to normalize these issues so that we can actually attack them and rebuild part of our community. So, yeah, I was just not blown away by the Houston Black Heritage Fest. I did uh make some suggestions on how to make it better cuz you know, in Chicago, we could throw we could throw a black anything fest. <laughs> um that's what we do. And that's what they do all around the world, all around the country, Atlanta, Chicago, L.A., you know it, New York. So I just think Houston needs to kind of step it up and then also realize how important black American culture is to the history of Houston, to the, you know, the history of Texas. You know, I wanted to learn more about like black cowboys and black, West, you know, Southwesterners, like heritage Is a very powerful word and I think when you put it out there that's what you better deliver Um, and then of course Stokely came on and I lost my whole mind because I am a total Met Condition fan and then me me and my heir apparent just got the hell up out of there so there is that (laughs) I hope it's better in 2019 and I hope they you know heed my suggestions if, it's gonna, if you're going to say black heritage then give us some examples of exemplary historic factual black heritage alright moving on Pandemic. okay so I was a pandemic partner so I got to go because I was social media hustling um, with an influencer crew Let me just tell you, I'm into comic books. Um, If you've ever read my blog, if you ever follow me on Instagram, you got to know this. Spider Man was my first comic. I love comics. I draw, I sketch. I love, love comics, like big time, since I was six years old. I love them. Um, So, going to the pandemic tour was really cool because that was my kind of first real Comic-Con as a influencer, and I had so much fun. I didn't even go, I didn't even cosplay. I actually took my mini-me, and we went with some friends, and it was awesome. I had so much fun, and going to the breakout sessions, man, if you are not into the breakout sessions, you are missing your whole entire pandemic life. It was amazing. I, man, just thinking about it, it brings a smile to my face. I had so much fun. They had some really great vendors. Shout out to White Cup Entertainment. Another discovery in Pasadena, Texas. (laughs) Off that, what is it, 225? (laughs) So shout out to them. Um, I went to an event of theirs that was in in tandem. With the pandemic tour, and it was lovely, and the people, the owner was absolutely amazing. And shout out to Cult Forty Five Podcasts, yeah, the boys are bad. I like their style, I really, really do. Uh, very entertaining, very, very, very. So, I really just can't thank um, New Creative Media enough for the opportunity, and. I will definitely be going back to Pandemic every year and trying to be on their influencer team because it was just really for the fans. Uh, the breakout sessions were amazing. Everything on offer was really just wonderful. And to see all the independent artists and the, the sketch artists and the people doing a cosplay, it was magical. And... I loved being in that atmosphere. And Houston is one of those cities where you could come out here and you could just do you because it's so diverse. And when there are events like this, it's just totally inclusive. So I really, really enjoyed myself. I think the one, the only thing I found that was kind of jarred my memory of why I kind of stayed on the fringe of fandom is that there is a sentiment of anti-black woman in the comic world. Um, And nobody talks about it, but you can feel it, you know. So it's hard for me to get back into the world of comics and Comic-Con and cosplay because then I have to prepare my daughter to be uh, put in a box, basically, and made to feel like an other because she's going to be a, f- a black woman of the future doing cosplay because black women are being, you know, ostracized for being different characters and, you know, your skin color is not right for this. So I felt a, a bit of intrepidation even thinking about doing cosplay because there is that, that vein of disdain, you know, you're a black woman and you're in a space. So, But that's my issue. I get over it because I love to have fun. And so Fandemic was all the business. Get your whole life. Get your whole comic life. Fandom life. Such a fan. It was awesome. So if you have a chance to go to Fandemic 2019, anywhere in the nation, I suggest you roll out. Because it's a wonderful event. Um, Shout out to the organizers. It was really, really good. Okay, so now I'm on to Men Who Cook. This was a, kind of a joint event by the 100 Black Men of Metropolitan Houston and the, I guess, educational faction of um, Alpha Alpha Alpha. I don't know what chapter. That's really bad of me, but I'll get there in the end. Go to my blog. I put the link. <laughs> so... um it was really, really nice. One, I had never been to Texas Southern University campus in the entire 12 years that I have lived here in Houston. And so I was really kind of amazed at how um, it's just this wonderful kind of university bubble. As soon as you just kind of step off the main drag, like, you're in this just kind of different world, right? It was very Denise Huxtable <laughs> goes to college. So um, I love the way the event was laid out. The hosts were very friendly. um It was a really good family vibe. I really appreciated that because I roll out solo so many times. Like, if I don't take my mini me, I'm going by myself. So, to go into a space where you don't know anybody and you're on the influencer team. And to be welcomed and to be made to feel like a friend or a family member is very nice. I thought that was a very wonderful touch. Aesthetically, it was beautiful. The table dressings, the way they had the uh, silent auction baskets, the way the chefs were laid out so you can do the sampling. Everything was superlative. And I don't use that word lightly. But it was really a wonderful event, and I enjoyed myself so much. So that is another event to put on your 2019 calendar, men who cook. Um, there were some really standout chefs. Um, I had collard greens with feta cheese. That, that That's like a whole, whole, that opened up a whole new world to me. Uh, shout out to Chef Ronald, because he's strawberry cheesecake dessert was absolutely amazing um really good cause giving scholarships to kids gotta support men who cook 2019 put that on your calendar and last but not least yes yes see i'll be going out i go out <laughs> uh, when the cat's away the mice will play I went to the Jack Daniels Arts Beat and Lyrics event at Minute Park. Wonderful. If you like to see black art, if you are a black American person like me and love to see images and people and bodies and culture that's yours, this was the perfect event and i love the fact that the media got a preview before all the people came in because i'm no longer like a crowds girl i could get lost in a crowd easily but like yeah houston is my home and sometimes on a thursday or a friday night i don't want to be bothered with all these people (laughs) i just want to do what i do and just get it done so um they had a media preview of the pieces and we got to tour some of the key pieces with the curator Uh, he was absolutely amazing. I love the backstory to all the pieces and it just seems like it made the art come to life because it wasn't only the visual, it was kind of like this esoteric level of you knowing the origins of how this body of work got there and about the artist and about how the curator actually fell in love with the piece. So it was just kind of this whole next level to observing and consuming The art that was on offer. Um, The drinks were fabulous. Oh my word! Uh, I love me some Jack Daniels, and I am 45 years old, so I've been loving Jack Daniels for a very long time, 25 years. Um, the cocktails that I had were off the charts. They were um, they were really, really well done. I love their bartenders there. They were attentive. When I asked for more Chambord, they gave me some more pour. I love that. Um, the music was great. Uh, the people there. Uh, Houston has some good people. So it was such a big venue and such a wonderful and unique venue um, that it didn't feel crowded. Yeah, there was there was space to just be and enjoy your company and enjoy your friends and look around at all the snacks upon offer. So again, I'm telling you was to put on your calendar. Put that ABL on your calendar. Make sure you... Uh, if you can hear word to the ground about RSVP and for ABL to come back to Houston, that's the first thing you got to do, break your phone out and RSVP because you are guaranteed to have a fabulous, fabulous, I'm going to say it one more time, fabulous time. So, yeah, that's me done. Uh, I have proven that even though <laughs> I'm walking around here trying to manage this sarcoidosis and this sarcoidosis is trying to manage me, I still get out the house, I still go to shake my tail feathers. Yeah, I only got a few, but I can shake them. (laughs) So that's me done. I hope you come back and listen to me some other time. How about that? (laughs) Bye. Oh, my God. Was it good for you? (laughs) It was good for me to have you in my space. Listen, I would love for you to share this podcast. Sharing is caring. I'm everywhere on the Internet, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Google Plus, Medium, Instagram. And in 20 years, I may be my own app. Or a giant head stuck in a jar like uh, Futurama. (laughs) But I'm everywhere, so dig it. So share. I'm efabuloushb.com and at efabuloushb everywhere on the internet. So, as always, it's been real. May you go out into the world a bit happier, joyful, or more damn astounded after listening to my podcast. More Dribble from me is coming soon. Stay woke. God bless. Bye.